Welcome to Just Charisma, episode 15. I'm your host, Brayden Charisma. Alongside me today, Hillary, and I don't know how to pronounce your last name, really sorry. Hertzberg. Hertzberg. <laughs> she is a vegan. She does animal activism, which is really cool, and she does a big travel girl, and she's a nurse. Yep, nursing student. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, why did you choose to become vegan? Um, I was... Grown, like grew up vegetarian, was raised a little pescatarian, eat seafood still, and um, animals are my passion, always have been, and then I kind of was triggered in a uh, one of my nursing classes in the fall in November where a teacher asked us to, uh, she was talking about what, um, a cube of truth, which is like an animal activism demonstration kind of, and okay. um, no one knew what it was about, so I just raised my hand and explained it to the whole class and um things got kind of like heated a little bit for me anyways like people were just talking about what they think is right and wrong about right. um using animals and i got so frustrated i left the class crying and i was like so pissed off mm-hmm. and then i just realized um that i was like basically a huge hypocrite and not practicing what i preach so i just decided that day november 7th to just finally be vegan. I'd wanted to do it for a while, but just hadn't because of like whatever selfish reasons, like taste and convenience and all, all that. So yeah, did that November 7th and yeah, it's awesome. Every vegan person I've met says that their only regret is that they didn't go vegan sooner. Right. So same with me. So was, would you say that was kind of like the tipping point as well? Like that was just kind of what pushed you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, like, how, how did you find the transition? I know, like, you're a pescatarian, so it probably wasn't too hard of a transition, but I know, like, there's a lot of, like, limitations, like, to what you can eat. Um, yeah, lots of people think that, but um, it was pretty easy. Like, I knew about veganism for a while, so I knew kind of more than lots of people go cold turkey from eating meat to just being vegan, so it's harder right. for them, but it's never been easier this day and age. There's so many alternatives to stuff and like way more support and with the internet and tons of like I'd been following different uh vegan activists for a while and just kind of use the internet and um yeah like for me my biggest thing was dairy like I loved cheese but okay. uh there's um different vegan cheeses made from like cashews and stuff like that so and lots of stuff um isn't super good but you just gotta kind of pick and choose what you like and uh yeah, I don't know, I guess maybe already being raised vegetarian, like I kind of already had an idea of um, alternatives, but right. yeah, I don't know, lots of people think like, oh, you need your protein from um, like eating animals, but I already knew like there's protein in everything, um, so I eat lots of like chickpeas, lentils, beans, and um, yeah, I don't know, I didn't think it was hard at all except just cutting out stuff I liked and also just getting used to, like, I love candy and sugar, so oh, yeah, okay. just, um, like, there's gelatin in a lot of that, so I just yeah. had to, it's just as easy as Googling, like, al- vegan alternative to whatever you want to eat, so just, I found out pretty quick, like, all the different candy I can still eat, <laughs> like, all Maynards and nice. except for wine gums and, um, yeah, and, like, for, uh, milk, like, use almond milk, there's just oh there's so much uh variety that sure. it's never been easier in this day and age so yeah so like with like uh like the cheese substitute does it taste very similar like do you find like um, a lot of like the substitutes taste 
like weird or are they, are they okay? uh some like lots of people will just get the dia shredded cheese which i don't think is very good and lots right. of people if they that's the first kind of vegan cheese they try and if you try it on your own like it's gross i agree it's gross so people right. just kind of uh cross out like be like ah oh, vegan food's gross or vegan <laughs> cheese is gross but like in denial you can kind of get uh dia or chow is another brand it's good but if you put it in food that you would normally add cheese you don't like it's good and uh, there's dia slices that are good for if you need kind of like cheddar tastes i don't really notice the difference and then there's right. in vancouver and victoria like bigger cities there's more gourmet kind of brands like blue heron and miyoko's and culture nut and uh black sheep i can't remember it's from kamloops but they have like oh, super good kinds like gouda and smoked this and that and like don't really notice a difference so okay cool yeah yeah and bombos and town uses uh dia's new like cutting board shred style cheese which is so it's like an upgrade from their typical gross shredded cheese and right. it's uh that's what they use on their vegan pizza and it's like whenever i try it i'm like shit and i have to phone them and be like are you sure you gave me the vegan pizza <laughs> like it's really similar so okay, um, yeah. okay yeah cool so do you have like a favorite ve- vegan dish you've ever cooked um i don't know there's so many things my roommate makes a pretty good shepherd's pie um yeah i don't know i eat everything like <laughs> i can't think of a specific thing okay I mean, yeah is there anything you missed the most before you were, like from before you were a vegan um i really like seafood like i grew i never grew up eating meat so like i like seafood and i liked like raw oysters and right. i don't know yeah it was weird i ate weird stuff like that but it's nothing that like I can't live without and for me like animal um cruelty is like my taste isn't as important right as their life kind of thing so it's just and you can for the most part you can find substitutes for things so and it's growing so rapidly there's more and more alternatives all the time so um yeah i don't know cheese was my huge thing but now (laughs) there's just like more and more so yeah available so it's not bad okay so then uh like how did you get into like animal activism because like I mean obviously like caring for the animals that's probably part of a huge ordeal for it but yeah. like how did you become involved? Um, well there's uh, if anyone wants to you can go on basically Facebook there's just type in vegans of whatever your city is so I was always I joined uh, Vegans in Nanaimo and then you have tons of support there um, and you can find out like Facebook is basically your biggest resource for if you want to know about like different events and stuff and I knew about uh, Cube of Truth. It's this like demonstration run by an organization called um, Anonymous for the Voiceless. And they, for the past few years, have been running these cubes in like over 600 cities around the world. Um, and Nanaimo is one of them. And they had been doing, like I think I heard about it last year in September or something like that. And right. I've been wanting to join one ever since then and then I became vegan and I'm like I should do that and then I kind of like pushed myself to do it on May 5th I just remember the day because it was like a big turning point for me I um just went to one I was kind of nervous but as soon as you go to something like that like the vegan community is so awesome so welcoming I met like so many amazing people they all just like give you a hug to say like meet you and um they're super nice and I only wanted to go to that one thing originally um just to like say it done it and like right. feel good that I had done something and then uh just meeting everyone makes you want to kind of like do more and more and then since then I've like done a few more of the cubes and then I've gone to like Mother's Day we went to Island Farms in Victoria to do like a 
protests for like, the dairy industry, and then went to Vancouver for um, every year they have a march to close all slaughterhouses around the world, so Vancouver's, and then, um, yeah, I've just developed like super good group of friends uh, through that, and so we kind of all like push each other to want to do more and right. like, be better and everything, so yeah, there's always so many events going on, and yeah, Facebook's the biggest way to find out about them. Cool. Yeah. Um, so how do you find like the atmosphere like do at the like at these activism uh, events? Um, super. Like, like not even like not just including like the people you're rallying with, kind of like the people who I guess don't see how yeah. you guys. Yeah. Um, it's kind of there's lots of support. It's either like one or the other. Lots of people are like super supportive and um, also vegan or like know about the issue and like kind of leaning towards it or whatever and supportive and really nice or you get some people that are more resistant and like don't really get it and are kind of angry and can be rude and have because there's lots of preconceived notions of like veganism's bad for you for this is this like there's tons of excuses people have right so uh um lots of people are like defensive about they think it's kind of like a personal attack on them that you're changing a way that like society's raise us to think is healthy and normal and everything so right um uh but it's not because the dairy industry has <laughs> fueled everything to, to just that it's like to pay these uh companies and everything to keep like the truth hidden and um stuff so um yeah i don't know it's kind of one or the other and lots of people are really receptive and then if they're not like we're never trying to like shove anything down anyone's throat it's kind of yeah, more no. about like planting the seed and like giving people information because we just have like truth and facts basically on our side and we're never trying to be like every aggressive or anything like every vegan has their own method of activism and um way they go about it and way they talk about it and obviously some methods are more effective than others like getting angry and being mean can give people like the just feel that idea that like vegans are crazy and whatever culty but yeah uh, it's good that's why i like to try to like remain calm and just for sure uh give them information and like answer people's questions and yeah it's hard sometimes to stay calm well i can imagine it's i mean it's it's as long as you're not too like jehovah witnessy trying to like shove information yeah. down their throat and like say like you have to convert but i mean like if you're just telling them about it and as long as they're receptive like in a, yeah, like, a non-rude way if someone wants to know and come to us then we'll give them information it's not kind of us going out and being like you're not knocking on doors and also i think it's interesting the <clears throat> how people think like vegans are so like preachy and this and that and like shoving their opinions in your face when um from a vegan point of view the world we live in like once you've woken up to the horrors of animal agriculture and the truth and everything the world then that we live in um like we're constantly surrounded by like propaganda for like you should drink milk eat meat like commercials on tv like grocery stores there's no vegan grocery stores so like from our perspective we're having their opinions put in our face all the time so i right. just think like, it's kind of interesting yeah so. i mean it's just like yeah it's just another thing right like it just depends on how everyone it's just everyone's got to be open to both perspectives instead of just yeah. shutting it down immediately yeah. yeah uh so then do you have like a I guess, like, a group you prefer? Like, is it the Cube group that you prefer to, like, uh, kind of, like, cubes, rally with? Or? Cubes of Truth are kind of regular, and um, Nanaimo and Victoria will sort of alternate the weeks they have them, or there's been tons of different um, vegan, I guess, events lately, so 
I haven't been to one in a while because of work and just different events, but I like those. Those are really effective. You can either like stand in the queue and be silent and wear a mask or hold um, like a uh, laptop or whatever showing footage of slaughterhouses or be a person like on the outside doing outreach, which is like to talk to passerbys who are wondering what's going on. Right. So I, uh, when I first did a cube of truth i was like i would never thought i would do outreach like i'd be way too nervous to talk to anyone but i made myself do it like i don't know a month or so ago i did the outreach thing and talked to a couple people and just because when you're standing there silent and you can't like move or say anything and you're listening to the conversations happen you think in your head like what your reply would be and um sometimes the person won't necessarily say that or you i don't know so um you just kind of get fired up and you really want to like say your answer or give them the information you have so it felt really good to do that i had like two really good conversations with people who were super nice and receptive and didn't know awesome. like about the dairy and egg industry and stuff and gave them whatever resources and so i like to do that and then um yeah i'm going on saturday to um like a chicken i think it's a slaughterhouse you go at like vigils or where you go and uh take videos or just watch like bear witness basically to the animals that are going into slaughterhouses and right. um like exposing it more and just being there to watch them and kind of like if you can see them in the trucks like give them last few moments of compassion like which they've never received before kind of before they die so that really is awesome and interests me and i'm going to do that on saturday um and then another thing that's super cool is like actually going into slaughterhouses and like taking animals and rescuing them but okay. i'm gonna be a nurse and i want to like travel so i have to have like a clear criminal record obviously of course. So, yeah um that's not necessarily as uh doable for me but i don't know we'll see i've only it's only been like two and a half three months of doing activism and it's awesome i love it so i'm not sure what my favorite is i'm still just getting into still it getting into it yeah, yeah. cool <laughs> uh so then this is the part of the show it's called the motivational moment so I w- I'm wondering, how do you just des- can you describe your passion in five words or less? Um, I would say I was thinking of this intersectional vegan for the animals. Intersectional vegan for the animals. Yeah. So what does that mean? So. Is- um. So I was just gonna say vegan for the animals because there's kind of like three reasons, main reasons why it's important for people to go vegan, like for the animals, for the ethics, which is kind of a more obvious one, um, for your health because like a lot healthier for us um, right and then for the environment because it's um animal agriculture is like the top thing killing our planet basically so those are the three and then intersectional because it covers so many other issues like feminist issues human rights um just there's so many things so yeah my uh, i told my sister real loud i'm like okay what are my f- five words and she's like throw intersectional in there <laughs> just because it covers so many things that once you start learning about it more and more it's right just it's like so many different uh yeah things it okay covers. cool that's yeah. awesome yeah yeah um so then you travel so you you travel so you said you said <laughs> you, you like were telling me travel. you traveled the world so they go into that um yeah i went for like a four i went on um a trip with my brother basically around the world ish i like we went to for just over a year, like went to Africa, met him there. He was there for a few months before me. We met in South Africa and did a month volunteer thing okay. down there. And then I went up 
through like we went to seven different African countries all together and spent four months there. Um, my parents and sister met us in Tanzania for three weeks to do a big safari. It was awesome. Oh, cool. Always wanted to go to Africa, so it was awesome. And then we flew to Amsterdam and then spent a month traveling around Europe while we waited for the season, like we were working in England for the summer. So our dad was born in England, so we just uh, had a connection kind of to work there because we wanted to keep traveling, but like settle down and work and make some more money. Right. So I ended up staying there for like eight months or so and then which was awesome experience and then uh nice. while i like lived there i did a mini trip to thailand and malaysia with some people there for a month so oh yeah, yeah. Okay. and then once it had been like a year that i had been gone from home i was like oh my god it's been so long so i ended up coming home after i think it was like 13 months so oh wow yeah that's was, awesome yeah so then uh what was what was your favorite place to visit while you're out on your year um, abroad Padstow's the town in England that I lived and worked at. It's this like small little town in Cornwall, which is like a region in England where people go for like for holidays um, in the summer. So that's I love that place. It's like so close to my heart. I really want to go back there. And then that was awesome. Amsterdam's awesome. Berlin's awesome. And then uh, Africa, just in general. Like I'd always wanted to go there. I really want to. Once I'm an actual nurse, I really want to go back to like Africa and just other obviously that's continent but just like more poor countries and work there but okay uh, yeah all over Africa was pretty cool I don't know like everyone asks me I don't have like a favorite place I just love it all okay yeah and so is there a place you haven't been to that you want to go check out um yeah I want to never been to South America it was um originally I wanted to go to Madagascar when I decided to go to Africa. Um, like, I want to go everywhere, like Australia, New right. Zealand, India. There's tons of places, yeah. And then lots of places that, like, aren't um, typical for people to travel to. I really want to go, like, I don't know. Middle East. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Wherever. And then you were saying you wanted to do, like, traveling nurse. So, like, what is that? Um, so, like I, get, like, I get the idea of being a nurse, but, like... So how yeah, does it like, I think once you're, I haven't looked into it tons because I'm only finishing my first year, so I have some time to figure it out, but once you've done my degree um, to do travel nursing, you kind of need a couple years experience anyways, so it's a ways in the future, but yeah, just going, like, there's Doctors Without Borders and Nurses Without Borders or different organizations that you can kind of go to, and I, um, I don't really know how it works, but I... I think you kind of sign up or whatever and then nurses are needed like all around the world so i think it's okay relatively so it's easy or doable to i don't know how long like i do a few weeks or a month kind of thing and then right i want to yeah and then i know i know like once i'm in school if i wanted to the government will like pay off your student loans if you go to places that no one really wants to work like oh yeah they're in canada or something like that right but that doesn't really super interest me so I kind of want to move to Victoria and then have that as like my home base to travel from but I don't know it's just an idea for now but okay. I I wanted to like I love traveling and I want to live a life where I'm like all around the world um temporarily and then come home um so yeah I just figured it's a good uh, career to do that with okay and then so why did you choose nurse like why why does that interest you um I don't know, I have nurses in my family, like my aunt was a nurse, I grew up, I always wanted to be a vet, but, when I was little, but right. I kind of wanted to help animals that didn't already have, like, happy homes, like, I was so like, like, oh, SPCA I really kind of thing? Yeah, like, 
I just love the idea of like re rehabilitating um, animals that have been abused and stuff like that. So okay. that's why doing actually being vegan like that was really huge and awesome for me because that was kind of what I always wanted to do with my life um, revolve my life around helping animals and I like couldn't figure out how to do it but that's basically the best biggest way to indirectly anyways uh, like help animals so that's good and then uh, yeah I don't know maybe I was thinking I wonder if I can use my nursing degree to like go into being a vet one day and just I mean, yeah, do a vet thing. I'm sure it could, like, definitely get you a long way, because, I mean, it's... Yeah, because I know you need, like, some sort of medical degree. I haven't really looked into it, but I thought of that idea once. I'm like, you know, I don't have to just be a nurse in my life. Like, some people have multiple degrees, so... For sure, maybe, right? Maybe I'll do that. I, uh, when I painted houses, I met this guy. I think, I can't remember, I can't exactly remember his name. He did drafting for 10 years, so he was definitely in his late... 20s or, or like early 30s and he's like yeah I just decided to change up career so now he's doing he get, now he's a journeyman carpenter yeah that's crazy. so now it's just like it's like oh right yeah you can actually do that now not like you know before it was like yeah you're, you're set I kind of just always think like you do what you do and that's your life but my dad was someone who I don't know what he did first he was a doctor then he became a lawyer or vice versa but like that's intense <laughs> that so, is intense that's like, a lot of school yeah like if someone can do that then I can do I can do this <laughs> Yeah, and, like, yeah, nurse and vet are, like, very similar, so instead of working on people, you're, like, working on animals. Yeah. So it's, like, Yeah, I used to always be, like, I always ignored the idea of being a nurse, because I, and, like, thinking of what to go to school for in general, because I was, like, too many people care about people, not enough people care about animals, that's what I would always say, but then I was, I wasn't doing anything to help animals, so I was kind of just working at, like, whatever minimum wage jobs, and, like, you right. know, I have to do something, um, and since I love to travel, and... I don't know, nursing's just, everyone, everyone's becoming a nurse, I feel like, but it's because you have a job basically right after school, and then... Yeah, can, it seems like, very in demand right yeah, now, so, like, I mean... Like, we'll always need nurses if oh, there's an apocalypse sure. or something. Oh, then that's just needed. it, right? Like, someone's gotta be able to patch people up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Good skill to have. Oh, yeah. Set of skills, too. It's a great set of skills. I mean, it's like, uh, it's like being a chef. Yeah. Except, you know, you don't... I used to actually always want to be a chef, too, so... Oh, really? Maybe I'll do that as well. Well, there you go. Be, like... Be like the Bobby Flay of vegan cooking. Yeah. There you go. That's the way to do it. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you were into sports. So you were gymnastics and soccer and all that. Yeah. How well, not gymnastics. I actually I was very good at it when I was little, apparently, but I was too shy to let my mom, like, leave me for the... Oh, okay. So, so it's just... I did soccer instead because my dad was my, like, team soccer coach, so oh, I yeah, could okay. handle that, because, like, I could go to practice. There was no, like, anxiety there. there? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I was so shy when I was little. Um, Aren't we so, all, though? Yeah, and then, so, yeah, I grew up playing soccer, and it was awesome. My dad was my coach for, I don't know, six, seven years, and I did, like, rap and metro and whatever, which was good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't played in a while I kind of just will sometimes play those seven aside leagues oh yeah okay like this year I got into that a little bit more which feels really good I love that yeah I don't know sports are fun they are ones I really like basketball but I'm like the whitest guy to play basketball <laughs> like I am so bad like it's I, I always make sure I team up with my one friend who plays basketball because then we kind of even out because he scores and I just Event, I just hold on to the ball yeah. and pass it to me. I think I almost failed, or did. I wouldn't have actually failed, but PE in grade, like, six or something, because I just sucked at basketball. Like, that was the one sport that I just, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, I didn't really care to play sports, like, in gym. I just wanted to play dodgeball. 
I just live for that. I think I did a year of, like, a season of lawn bowling. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like all older people than me and my one friend. I don't know how we signed up or why, but it's hilarious. And it wasn't weird at all. Like, we were just little 10-year-olds or something with their white shirts or whatever. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, I That's so awesome. That. Yeah, lawn bowling is so funny. Yeah. That's so cool. That's awesome. Um, is there anything? Uh, do you have... Like a sport you're trying to get back into, or is it just kind of like soccer is the main thing that you kind of play when you have spare time? Um, yeah, soccer, I guess. I, yeah, I don't know. I liked volleyball, and then when I got to high school, it was like, I kind of had to, well, I didn't really play volleyball tens, but if I wanted to be on the team, like, you're pretty busy to do soccer and volleyball, so I kind of just chose to keep playing soccer, and then that's fair. I didn't... I don't know, but my skills kind of died in the volleyball area, so... I mean, when you don't practice, it just... Right? Um, fair enough. Like, surfing's fun, snowboarding... I like to do those activities. Yeah, I don't know. I like to just do other sports just for fun, like tennis, but not seriously, or... Oh, yeah, okay. What have you, but yeah. I love, uh, I love badminton. Yeah. It gets so intense, like, the amount of times I've, like... Uh, smashed it and hit my mom in the face or something. <laughs> it's so awesome. I usually just can't hit it at all. <laughs> <laughs> just swing and miss. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so then, say in five years from now, where yeah. do you want to be? Like, what what are your goals for five years? Uh, uh, what's the year? Okay, in three years I'll be done school. So then I need two years experience working. So then hopefully in five years I'm getting ready to. Go traveling as a full-fledged nurse. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll be in my 30s. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's like... Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully... Maybe I'll have pets of my own or... Live in, live in Victoria. Hopefully I'm living in Victoria. You just gotta get then. like a, a small dog you can just take everywhere. Yeah. Or a big dog. I mean, whatever. Just get like... Or like a little goat. I love goats. I'm goats. big on goats. <laughs> Goats are hilarious. They're my favorite animal. I just, <laughs> I just saw this video on Facebook. This guy like helped uh, a dove, like, or like it was a bird, as like a dove or a pigeon or something. He helped it, he like nursed it back to health, and Aww. it just like he goes everywhere and it just like chills on his shoulder and like flies with him. Aww. And like, yeah, it's like, oh wow, yeah, that's cool. That's I cute. thought it was really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so I just wanted to thank you for coming on the show. I Thanks really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where can the people find you? Um. Like on social media? Yeah, or if they want to, like, you know, find you on the gram or something. Or <laughs> um, I think my Instagram is hillier underscore. Okay. At hillier. At hillier, yeah. yeah. You can find me at just charisma. And then, uh, you know, if they want to look into more, like, vegan activism or vegan things, do you have any recommendations or just kind of Google it? Um, if you want to try it out, I would suggest uh, going to challenge22 or vegan22.com do like a 22 day vegan challenge you get a free mentor and dietitian they'll help you with any questions you have you don't have to no obligations after the 22 days okay. but okay. that's a good one or like vegankit.org is also good or just message me and I can help you out there you go <laughs> yeah you can be next just uh, put in your Instagram bio vegan consultant DM for inquiries yeah there you go there you go <laughs> Yeah, no, it's cool. I, I find, like, after 20 days, it doesn't become... It becomes routine. So I think yeah, if they, they can... Yeah, they say it takes 21 days to break a habit, so they made it 22 days because... Smart, because you get that extra day, and then yeah. they're, like... And they just just think like a vegan, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, awesome. I hope you liked the episode. If you do, uh, hit that subscribe button. Check out the other episodes. They're pretty great. Not as good as this one, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, thanks, and we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>